Hi, this is Dave Foreman. Welcome to Words and Music, a podcast made up of a potpourri of things. Some uh, original poetry, some original music, uh, some original opinions, a little bit of editorial stuff, and some spoken word of a variety of subjects. Um, Hope you'll join us on a regular basis. We'll look forward to seeing you. Uh, One of the things I want to talk about a little bit today is family life and uh, parenting in particular. Uh, when you start talking about family life and about parenting, you're also talking about survival. In in many ways, those things are synonymous. For um, about 27 or odd years, we uh, shared our lives and our lodgings with cats, dogs, three sons, model trains, tropical plants, tropical fish, vegetable gardens, a guinea pig named Harvey, and a whole variety of other people. Having children is like network marketing. You start out with a small number. Before long, the pyramid has grown to proportions which leave you gasping for breath. All people, before they become parents, should ask themselves the standard employee interview question, do you like meeting people? (laughs) Because you're going to meet dozens, if not hundreds. You'll meet parents, both irate and friendly. You may even meet the police. You'll meet teachers whose opinions of your children will run the entire gamut of evaluation from angelic to horrid. You'll meet friends of your children, some likable, some barely housebroken. You'll meet doctors and nurses at hospital emergency rooms, neighbors with broken windows, neighbors with missing tools and appliances, and neighbors who simply want you to move. You'll learn new skills, too. I'm not talking about simple parenting here, which, by the way, is the definitive oxymoron. I'm talking about how to care for sick guinea pigs, What to do when your son brings his paper route delivery bag home containing dead birds that require a Christian burial. I'm talking about how to react when your four-year-old comes home, comes back from playing with the neighbor kids, and has paint thinner on his breath. And I'm talking about learning how to remove all manner of foreign material from fingers, toes, faces, and ears. Uh, That type of new skills. As the days go by and as these programs go by, I'll share with you some of the fascinating adventures I had. Many of them are funny, some are sad, some are heartwarming, some are all of those things and more, but they're all true. Embellished a little bit, occasionally, but all true. I hope you'll enjoy them, I hope you'll gain an understanding of why I feel with absolute certainty that when you're a parent, if you don't laugh, you'll go nuts. Well, I warned you, today I was going to talk a little about family and parenting and that sort of thing, so (laughs) I'm going to do that. This uh, little episode I would like to call My Sons the Entrepreneurs. It sort of started with those cartoons, you know, that show kids selling lemonade for 10 cents a glass. They have a little homemade booth out on the front lawn. Well, my sons saw that at a very young age, and each one of them in his own way began to cultivate and refine entrepreneurial skills which would haunt me through the years. These skills are still being honed to a fine edge, and the wheeling and dealing over things like writable CDs, blank cassette tapes, whatever they were, and even articles of clothing would make any free enterpriser's heart beat just a little faster. Uh, Let me give you a sample, okay? I've got son A and son B talking here. So son A says, So could you burn me a couple of CDs? It won't take you long. Son B says, Well, I don't know. There's a lot of wear and tear on my burner. It takes quite a bit of time. Son A. I'll give you that old Metallica CD that you like. Well, okay, I'll do it if you throw in a bus ticket. 
Hey, wait, you still owe me a bus ticket from last week. I'll take the Metallica CD, but you have to buy the blanks. So what about my bus ticket? The argument went on from there, but you get the idea. And by the way, it lasted four times as long as it would have taken them to burn the CDs in the first place. While I'm on the subject of CDs, here's a good one for you. I needed to buy some old CDRs, so I asked my youngest son where would be a good place to purchase them. He told me about a store that had them on sale for $9.95 a 10-pack. When I told him I didn't think I needed 10, he offered to sell me a couple for $1.75 each. I bought the 10-pack. My oldest, he's the opposite. He undervalues everything. I managed to intercept a deal that would have had his entire sports card collection, worth about $75 at that time, but worth a lot more now, uh, going to a friend of his for the princely sum of $2. When I asked him why so little, he told me his friend was a really nice guy. So I bought them from him for $10. Now, before you get furious with me, let me tell you, they were stored in my closet for 10 or 15 years, and uh, when I finally figured that he wouldn't sell them to someone at a price based on the buyer's personality, I gave them back. There was a time when my two younger sons had feet that were so small I could actually still borrow their shoes. It's no longer the case now. By the way, uh, I take a size 12. Now, both of them wear shoes that are way too big for me. But to get back to the story, my youngest bought a pair of safety shoes from his older brother. He got a job, and he needed steel-toed safety shoes. Bought them for 40 bucks. We gave him blisters on his heels, so he got his mother to sew in glue a couple of pads in there. The procedure worked well. Uh, however, he quit the job that required the safety shoes and moved on to bigger and better things. Now, these safety shoes looked like expensive running shoes. They really weren't exhibiting any signs of wear and tear. So, since my runners were starting to fall off my feet, I offered to buy them. He said, how does $50 sound? I told him it sounded outrageous, since I knew he had paid his brother $40 for them several months ago. Oh, but they're not the same, he said. I had special pads put in them. Forty bucks, I said. No more. Okay, he said quickly, and I immediately realized that I'd still agreed to pay more than I should have. <laughs> when I was younger, my father told me about a friend of his, who every week, when he gave his kids their dollar allowance, he made popcorn and sold it to them for 25 cents a bag. Back then, I thought it was really terrible. Now, I look at it as a missed opportunity. Here's a little piece of music I wrote for a very, very good singer. Uh, there's an interesting story here. At least it was, I thought it was interesting, so I'll pass it along to you. I was working in an office in a hotel. It was a, uh, it was a part hotel, part office tower. And uh, so I was, I was over at the hotel dining room having a coffee. And I was bemoaning the fact to one of the guys there that I couldn't get anybody to sell to sing the songs that I had written. I, bit of an amateur composer, and so on. Well, one of the girls at the desk overheard this, and she said, "Well, I'll sing them for you." And I thought, "Oh my God, here it comes!" So I said, "Oh, uh, are you a singer?" Well, she says a little bit. So I had her come over and try out her voice in my studio. And I was totally blown away. And then she shared with me the fact that she actually sang with the Winnipeg Symphony Chorus. Okay, so, so much for asking for credentials. Anyway, her name was Elise. The song I wrote was So Many Ways, and I think she does a wonderful job on it. And here it is. So many 
was Elise and so many ways. One more little uh, piece of business before we go, and uh, I think we'll make a poem this time. Here's a little philosophical note about uh, fate. Through misty corridors of time, its elongated shadow cast, a presence felt much more than heard 
crafts future presence from the past. It carves out hopes, weaves joy and pain from pieces of our human traits, then moves along with measured haste to clang its way through other gates. So onward down some cosmic road, it speeds away on legs of steel to bring to life some pleasant dreams and make some other nightmares real. It never stops, never rests from work of such intensity, but drives itself from dawn till dawn to earn the name of destiny. Well, that's words and music for this time round. I'm Dave Foreman. Thanks for joining me. I hope to see you again next time. Words and music's on all your favorite platforms, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, you know the drill. 